When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Bachelorette finale wrap up. I'm Amy here, as always, with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? Amy, I just, I don't think I I can give you what you need as a podcast partner. Because you deserve more. And so that's why we have both of your podcast partners here today. Asia Welsh, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm good. Um, I mean, right before this, I was helping my ex pick out some rings for his (laughs) girlfriend. Um, But we got that all situated. I'm so excited for them. And then I made it in time for the podcast. Totally normal who thing to do. Who has not picked out an engagement ring for our ex? Yeah. Who among <laughs> us? Right. Well, Asia, I just want you to know you're here because we want you to be here. Okay. We don't need you. We want you. <laughs> and you may <laughs> have come in a little actually. late, but I think, but I feel like you came in right at the right time. I feel like fate has brought up, brought you to us. <laughs> right. And it, it was just, uh, it it was meant to be. So everything worked out. Yes. Even though I may be angry right now. Everything worked out. I'm <laughs> oh no, why are you angry? Are you angry? <laughs> I'm angry because I was helping my ex pick out a ring <laughs> for his now fiance. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. So there's so much to get through on this finale. Um, we were kind of teased that it wouldn't be a typical ending. And this is far from typical. So where to start? We started out with um, Greg leaving, Katie saying she wanted to leave. And this gets resolved fairly quickly. I mean, was it just over a commercial break? She's still on board to to stay the course. Do we blame, (laughs) Are we? I guess, give credit to Caitlin for this? Or I don't know, Asia, what do you think? Was she just kind of dramatic in the moment? Yeah, right. I was so confused. Like, how are you just ready to go? Like, that's all you needed. A slight breather. And, you know, like, did she say, scratch that? Don't book my flight? Or was it just a matter of, I just need to take a second. I just need to get a sip of water and then I'm good to go. I I was so confused. I don't know what the turning point was because clearly by the end of her conversation with Caitlin, she still was ready to go. So. Yeah. Haley, what do you think? Yeah, I think maybe she just like slept on it and the producers were like, listen, lady, you need to fill out your contractual obligations in, unless you want to get sued for 2.2 mil. And she was like, you are right. 
Let's just <laughs> see if there's someone else I want to make out with real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing, it had me questioning if she wanted to leave because Greg was like the one or if she wanted to leave because it was like, okay, two guys have just dumped me and like, it's just not working out. I'm not having the typical ending and like just feeling kind of beaten down from that. Here's my theory. Go for it. I, I, I think, I think it, okay. I think the, with the, how quickly she told Blake she loved him once everyone else was gone, right? Mm-hmm. I think that she was so torn because Blake was still there. So she didn't want to do that in case because she knew she had strong feelings for Blake. So she didn't want to tell that to Greg because she knew, okay, I am really into both of these guys. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Greg was out of the picture, she could be all in on Blake and so I'm thinking that she was just like, I want to go home because she's thinking, okay, it's happened with Michael, it's happened with Greg. What if it happens with Blake? I can't handle that. What if Blake mm. doesn't choose me too? And so I, I want to be a little bit optimistic in this situation and say that, you know, Blake is the one and mm-hmm. it was just a matter of she didn't want him to not choose her. Okay. I like that that theory. It's not something that has really crossed my mind, but she is pretty like open about having some abandonment issues. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I could see those two guys leaving really being um, uh, a touch point for that. Um, So that would be terrifying. Um, I, I do think that maybe she thought that her connection with Greg was the strongest just because she's probably held on to that like first impression rose thing, the first date, they have a lot in common. Um, and then once Greg left in such a way that was so hurtful that I feel like, at least for me, I feel like it would be almost easy to kind of cut off my feelings after seeing him act like that and mm-hmm. be able to like put all of my focus on that one person who's left, who has been very obvious about uh, enjoying my existence. True. Yeah. And then it makes me wonder where Michael fell in all this. It's like, it seems like Justin might have been fourth in line. And then it was like, wait a minute. Now suddenly he's my top two. And this is just (laughs) not going. Yeah. Well, I I still think Justin was maybe like top five emotionally, but then like she liked Andrew a lot, but knew he wasn't the one. So she's like, I need to cut this dude before it gets too far. And Justin mm-hmm. just kept kind of like inch by inch making it through. Right. Yeah. And we, I mean, and we can't forget the fact that she had already pictured Thomas in, mm. in, a, in fantasy suites. That's true. So, like if you think about it that way, I think Justin was like six. <laughs> you have Andrew S in the picture. And then he just tripped his way all the way to final two. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think at this point we already go back to kind of like the after the final rose cuts in and out throughout so we have um, Caitlin and Tasha introducing these segments and then we hear Katie's take on what happened and how she felt in that moment was that it was like her fault that he was leaving and just feeling really defeated um, so it seems like she's had time to process it from and this was filmed, this After the Final Rose was filmed before the episode aired where they got to see everyone's reaction. So I think there's been a lot of talk of, oh, you know, she's responding to what people were saying online and kind of going with that momentum. But it was, no, she, these were her, you know, genuine thoughts about 
what happened and um yeah not um not the biggest fan of <laughs> Greg and how he handled things um not at all. Yeah. It's <laughs> I, weird to see I've that had, there's like teams going on of people that are still like right. team Greg or whatever, but. Right. And I've had so many conversations with like friends and people are like, okay, did you see the episode? Okay. Are you, do, are you for Greg <laughs> against Greg for Katie against Katie? And I'm like the, t- the situation, my, my take on it is Greg was in the wrong I think Katie is not a perfect human being. So, of course, she did not have a perfect response. Mm -hmm. But he said all of that, all spilling his heart out, expecting a certain response from her. And then when he didn't get it, he got mad. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, you know, people have been throwing around gaslighting. And we even saw more of that from Katie. And so I... I just I totally disliked how he handled the entire situation. You know what show you signed up for. You know you're on the Bachelorette. You can't just ask her to up and commit to you when there there's still two other guys there. Um, so yeah, it's weird. I, I I would love to hear more people's opinions who are team Greg, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it is funny you because really? we did that we did get one email from somebody last week who, you know, was like I haven't watched the last half hour yet, but I am like right now kind of feeling more Greg. And then she emailed us back later and was like, you know what? I take that back. Like that was (laughs) like he was shit in the last part. But and like I said it on last week's episode, but like I can understand where he's coming from in the first part of that in which like he did Mm -hmm. not get the response he expected. It was Mm -hmm. kind of a Katie was kind of weird and cold and not like very Katie-ish and um but like I can understand why she was holding back, but then he kind of freaked out. And I, but when it shifted to the next day, when Greg wasn't like willing to listen to her and was saying that he thought she was like the one, but he's willing to leave over this one communication thing. It's like, right. what relationship did you expect here? And it makes me think that he was looking for a way out um, mm-hmm. because like every relationship romantic or friendship or with your parents or with your siblings or whatever there are going to be some like miscommunication issues and if you give up on that relationship just because of like one kind of weird miscommunication Mm -hmm. then like she wasn't the one yeah yeah and we see so um she does have a sit down with greg later in the episode and it's very, you know, tension filled. And this was where I think a lot of people were suddenly like siding with Greg. Like he was, they thought he was coming off better, but I thought Katie was justified in, you know, expressing her anger to him and saying that wasn't love. Um, You know, you wouldn't leave after, if that was love, you wouldn't leave after just, you know, one little issue like that. So, um, yeah, I saw so much about, online of people like well why are you so angry if you're happily engaged she never got to express this anger with him (laughs) like she never was able to get it off her chest because he stormed out and then now that she's been able to sit down and reflect and then especially watch it back Mm -hmm. um then it's like oh my gosh i cannot believe like that that happened like she's she's in shock that 
it happened that way and that she's having to re- like most people can't relive an argument or a disagreement but the fact <laughs> that she is reliving it it's like oh those those feelings are fresh but like the anger it wasn't like she was crying and and begging for him like there weren't still like it i didn't get the vibe that Kate Katie was upset and like a woman, a woman scorn. Mm-hmm. I just felt that she was angry. I didn't get any sense that, you know, like if that hadn't happened, she would be happily with him. Um, so I, I thought it was totally justified. I mean, she did go a little hard on him, but it, 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 she needed to get that out. I also feel like they probably just watched that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, like with the after the final rose, they'll show them that that episode beforehand so that they can kind of have an idea of what's going on. Yeah. Um. So she probably just watched that. So mm-hmm. it would be extra fresh, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right. And prior to that, what she just watched was being backstage and hearing Greg answer Caitlin's question. Like, would you have changed anything about what you did? He said, no. And she said, no regrets. Like she gave him a second chance. Like, no regrets. <laughs> and he said, no. So to to say no regrets about how you handled that situation um, that would have to be very, you know, insulting, really. Yeah. And she, he, uh, did, you, did either one of you listen to his, inter, uh, his interview with Nick? I did. No, but I've read the internet discourse about it in all of my little <laughs> Facebook groups and I've read it. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Yeah, same. I didn't listen to the actual interview, but I, there was a guy on TikTok that gave a nice little summary. Oh, perfect. <laughs> we all tried all the different venues. I, I actually listened to it. I was kind of falling asleep, but um, yeah, he changed his tune for sure about not being regretful. Mm. He I dare someone to do a drinking game of certain phrases that he said over and over in that interview. He said like in those moments, maybe a thousand times. So he had certain talking points that he had. So it was like, I, you know, I regret how I acted in those moments. Um, I was feeling that way in those moments and that he, I can be better and it's humbling. And he had certain things that he always went back to. So he was definitely coached, you know, but you should, (laughs) you should have your talking points. Um, squared away I guess before you do something like that but I've also seen a lot of discourse of like why is he getting this platform so I feel like some of um, Katie's anger as well as maybe like why is this guy a fan favorite in some circles you know because he's like a cute he's a cute guy that's why people are like no Greg was right like when he was on the stage again like just talking by himself I'm like damn this dude is hot that is not okay (laughs) (laughs) What I also learned in the interview with Nick Vial was that he initially got a call for Becca Kufrin's season. Like he was in Whoa. the mix way back then. Like that seems so far away. Yeah. Jeez. And they called them again for a Claire, Claire season, but he wasn't that into Claire. So he um, didn't go. So it's just, he went, um, he went like in March, he went for that first grouping and then it was canceled like he was in the hotel room and then when they they called him back (laughs) to like come you know when they were finally actually going to film he was like yeah now that I think about it I don't think she would like me or something but so imagine Katie finding that out (laughs) after the fact like before the final ad before after the final rose that only adds to what she was already thinking so Mm -hmm. like at this point she's just there's no way you can convince her that he was genuinely there for love 
And so she just kind of feels bamboozled and in the way that <laughs> everything was handled was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, she definitely felt as well that he was looking for an out. And then she did kind of throw that acting accusation as well at him. So it seemed like it never came up in the show when they were filming. And so that Mm -hmm. maybe he wanted exposure, acting practice. And Greg says, well, I'm no Meryl Streep. And then Katie's like, yeah, we know. And like, I don't really, do I feel like he was there for like to act? No, that seems a little absurd. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I could see him being there for some light notoriety, especially if he's mm-hmm. been in the mix a few times. Right, um, right. But like who among like there's out of That's 30 everyone, guys, right? I bet like half of them at least are like, well, maybe I'll just get a little Instagram deal. Maybe. Right. Right. So but I do feel yeah. like he was definitely looking for a way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. His what he told Nick was that he. um panic because he could tell like just it was a gut feeling that he wasn't the one like it wasn't him so that feels a little revisionist to me it doesn't seem like that's the reason to like storm out like that like you just kind of maybe peace out before fantasy suites in a different way or you know right yeah like kind of you could just casually leave you could just be like hey babe this isn't for me i think you have stronger connections and that's good and dandy yeah especially in the argument when he was like uh when he brought up so what now you're gonna go to the fantasy suite with two other guys i'm like yeah Oh, now are you acting like this is like the big twist of the season? She's doing <laughs> fantasy suites. It's never happened before. It's like, no, get out of here. Right. Well, you especially if he's been show. in the mix so many times. Like, you think he would have maybe yeah. done like a scooch of research before heading on out. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Anything else that you want to say about Katie and Greg before we move on to the final two men? Um... No, I think I'm good. I th- I feel like I've said my pieces, my yeah. Reese's pieces. Where do we think he goes? He goes from here. There's been he's been cited out with Bree, but Bree squashed those rumors that they were dating. Mm-hmm. That he's on the scene out in New York. He wasn't really laying low in Jersey, as he said. <laughs> he's gonna get it in a few times with some <laughs> some fangirls, and that's uh, his prerogative, I guess. Right. I don't know. I feel like they. I feel like the producer love him otherwise we wouldn't have got a uh in, mem- in what is it in memoriam mm-hmm. <laughs> of their relationship it was like okay first of all it was so uncalled for um and so out of place so i could see a situation where we're hearing rumors that he's in the running to be the next bachelor um because they couldn't was, do that they i couldn't would, I would hope not but i just feel like the way it was edited didn't tarnish his image enough to where that wouldn't be a possibility. And so, mm. I don't know. Especially the fact that people, some people are so torn. He's, I mean, he's gained so many followers from this season. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's second only to Blake, who already had, you know, <laughs> two seasons, technically, I guess. But one, <laughs> one and a half. Um, yeah. I, I just, yeah I, just, I would hate to. I think they have other great options. So. Yes, yes, they do. Um, and I, I just thought it was funny how he thought that they, like, you could tell when he walked out to Katie and Tasha or 
to Caitlin and Tasha that he was already he was in a had a totally different vibe than what they had. Like they knew what it was about to be a serious <laughs> interview. And he came out just like, oh, we're going to I'm happy for her. And he just was not prepared for that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I thought that was interesting. And in the amount of times that Katie said, if you think that's love, you don't know what love is. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was funny. But yeah, I, the only my only other take on it is that I wish we would have gotten that out of the way first in the episode mm-hmm. and yeah. not gotten the engagement and then bounce back to that and then bounce forward. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how to feel. This is too much. Yeah, it kind of took away from the, the happy feelings. <laughs> yeah, it like progressed. it just seems like an absolute disservice to do it after the after the proposal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was I think they just wanted her to be able to be like, I'm happily engaged to like, I don't need this. I didn't like how he was also kind of throwing that at her. It's like that. That's not the point. Like that's a separate relationship. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, no. All right. So let's move on to we're down to Blake and Justin. And so um, Caitlin and Tasha show up. The guys are hanging out kind of on that couch that they're always at and sort of like what's going on they they sense that something's weird Blake mentions that he saw Greg but Greg didn't want to talk and like it just like kind of a dark mood or something so he probably saw him you know that day um or the day before and before he left but they don't know that he left he's not obviously sitting with him there so Caitlin and Tasha come in and said like what we're about to tell you will change everything and they just kind of say that Greg's not there, right? And you you guys are the final two. You have your <laughs> your um one-on-one time. You'll have your like, quality time with Katie. So um do they tell them that they'll meet the families too? Like they're just sort of advanced to that next step. Yeah, was it a combo like overnight and meet the family? Now I'm confused. I think they essentially took away a step, you know, because we we learn <laughs> right. why that it wasn't because Katie was difficult that the season cut short. It was like two guys chose to leave. And so I think essentially like lost a week of, you know, it's not really typical fantasy suites because it's like, yeah, you have the fantasy suites and then meet the the parents. But um, yeah. they kind of leave the guys alone to sort of process that information. And both of them are caught off guard for sure. <laughs> I wonder what the amount of guys that kind of stepped away and then the the one week where Katie kind of sent home, I don't even remember, three or four guys <laughs> when she was probably supposed to only send home one. Mm-hmm. Because I wonder how much time was cut short because even Tasha mentioned it when she met with No Lane was yeah. like, we're seeing you sooner than expected. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even able to quarantine. He wasn't in New Mexico yet. <laughs> so yeah, he lost his like, hopefully he still got his fee you know because right. they, you know that's how he got his appearance fee they had to show him still but yeah it worked out maybe they can bypass that in the future and just be like you know Tasha can handle this <laughs> so they definitely lost at least a week I would say so yeah I don't know I think Blake seemed more relieved and Justin was more freaked out I don't think Justin was expecting to make it that far. Yeah, like, do you think Justin would have been proposing? Like, no, there's no yeah, way, right? No. 
Wait, who are we talking about? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Justin. <laughs> no, poor Justin. I wish, no, I wish it seemed like they had a genuine relationship because yeah. they had inside jokes that we had never heard of. He just didn't get the screen time in order to justify someone who's final two. And then, you know, just fumbled his way there. And so I think it was, he did mention like, I potentially could be proposing. And so that, that made me question too. I was like, is he, would he actually get down on one knee or would he just say, you know, we should take some more time. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, I just no point did I ever believe it. Right. Yeah. Like no, none of us did. None of us. Everyone was like, Justin, babes, we love you. <laughs> we put our mouths on your mouth, but you're not getting engaged to Katie at the end of this. Yeah. Even his parents were like, babes, we're not <laughs> we're not flying to New Mexico for this. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And I like Justin and I hope he, I hope he finds love. Yeah. I, I, the segment of him and his facial expressions made me laugh so hard. And yeah. I wish we did get more like of his fun Justin throughout mm-hmm. the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we'd seen more of him, I think he would be a bachelor contender. It just, I think he would be a good bachelor, but we weren't shown enough of him on this season, which is really weird considering how it yeah. ended. I think they should have focused more on their relationship. Um, maybe yeah, we got way, could. <laughs> yeah, we got way more screen time from, like I mentioned earlier, Thomas, mm-hmm. Michael A., um, even Connor. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know so many of the other guys way better than Justin, but I thought it was really interesting that he said that he felt like Katie didn't give him a fair shot. I would have to agree with him. Okay. Really? Yeah. Like, at what point was she like, let Justin, like, let's, let's, it, it did feel like he was, he was the leftover. And I think maybe he saw the season and like saw how underheaded yeah. he was. And he was like, oh no, I was the leftover. Yeah. <laughs> well, so she doesn't give him even that final date. So maybe that could be what he's, referring to too is like yeah like she was doing it I guess out of respect to him and stuff and she was firm in her decision but Blake had the first fantasy suite slash meet the parents and it was like after the fantasy suite probably before that she knew that she was going to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she was just like she broke up with him with Justin after that she had already told Blake that she loved him so for me, that took out tons of suspense as well. Like, even though we knew, like, I just could have, would have liked to sort of play the game of, like, take Justin to meet Aunt Lindsay and, like, let's just, oh let, my let, gosh. Let Blake feel Maybe a little he didn't insecure. Want to suge- subject Justin to that <laughs> trauma. Yeah. Katie, Katie knew. Katie mm-hmm. knew. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she kind of meets him in the woods when he thinks he's, gonna have her date and I just felt so bad for him because he did seem like he was at least coming around to like yeah we have a lot to talk about like it was really great with my friends he had said he was falling in love with her so you know if she had chosen him it would have been like a Matt James situation of like I'm not proposing but let's continue you know to date or something I could see that Mm -hmm. but um, they don't she doesn't really do the running into his arms jump so (laughs) we knew it's not gonna go well 
So she did have a fake wedding with him. Yeah. That's true. pretty serious. He did say in, in memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have enough footage. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they did say that we would have had to see like unseen footage if they did right, that. Right. <laughs> but he did say he's like, yeah, me and Katie have spent a month really getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, a month. That's yeah. how long the season was. A so month. Short, yeah. And then and and uh, it was funny because I was watching with my roommate and she's like, oh, my gosh, a month. You got to be kidding me. And I was like, hey, there are people out here getting married at first sight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> slight plug. Yeah, we podcast <laughs> about it. Right. Anyone can get married. Doesn't matter how long you've known each other. It's true. And they can all these, you know, Jojo and Jordan are still not married. Right. So they can have a really right. long engagement. Yeah. I also. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it just seemed like unfair to Justin that he, you know, he has such like a low follower count. Like he deserves more um, exposure on the show. And I don't even know if he's in paradise. I feel like they would have announced it if he is. But he seemed like that would be a good Uh, fit for him otherwise. I I don't think I've seen him in any previews or press for it. But yeah, I blame, I mean, yes, I do think Katie didn't give him like the attention that of like some of the guys she was most interested in. But I also blame the producers because if we wouldn't have got, if we would have gotten to know him better, then they would have seen a reason to send him to paradise. Mm-hmm. But there's like no fan reaction to him except great Me. gifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did anything stand out to either of you guys about Katie's sit down with Justin? It, obviously a big change in tone from, with Greg. I felt like it was pretty cordial and they have a lot of respect for each other. And um, it was definitely missing the like um, deep vitriol that, that the conversation with Greg had. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I did notice he started crying. Mm -hmm. And so that, that, that really tipped off to me that they, they did have a genuine, they were forming a, like a genuine relationship. Yeah. Um, that more than what we saw so I, I really felt for him there when he because he I mean he genuinely saw a future with her potential with her yeah and they had a really you know you know she told them her reasons why um, just while they were there in New Mexico about you know she already told him that she said didn't she say like that she told like I love you like she just sort of said like now like yeah <laughs> yeah so that had to be hard to hear that like he wasn't given the shot but then also it's pretty clear it's not you you know like you don't really mm-hmm. leave with too many doubts then either so I saw a lot of kind of comments about like should she have broken up with him before going on that date like should she have not said I love you to Blake when Justin was still there, it kind of takes away. No, like it's like not great as that is. I felt like um, I don't think she should have held off on saying like "I love you" to Blake if that's what she was feeling in the moment. Um, but because she did immediately break it off with Justin afterwards, like I think if she went on the date with Justin, sure, that's pretty shite. But yeah, yeah, and well, actually, she did. She worded it a little bit differently. She said. I told him that I'm falling in love with him. She didn't say, I told him I love him. So she was yeah. a little softer with that. 
Because, <laughs> you know, in the Bachelor universe, that's very different. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he had such a nice goodbye. Like he was, you know, I hope you know how special you are and I hope he doesn't take it for granted. And she said something like, that means more than you probably know. So I think that was, you know, I'm glad she had that positive experience with someone leaving. Yeah. <laughs> right before. He was really, he was really sweet. And I, I, I was thinking like, what if he's someone that could pop up? I, I don't want this. To, I mean, they've done it for years and I don't want it to continue to be a trend, mm-hmm. but because he's such a great guy, what if he potentially has interest in Michelle? <gasps> Should, yeah, should we just have like a continuing like <laughs> right. there's always one person that we're like, okay, you, you know, you didn't go to paradise. So we're going to bump you over to the next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. I would be fine with it. Like for some reason, I get really into like seeing someone come back for whatever reason. Like I we just, love like, an all-star season. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's the drama that it causes and like the second yeah. chances. <laughs> so it worked the out one finally that got this time. Away. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Katie has now like the clean slate. She's. Um, with Blake, but let's talk that through. So she has her one-on-one. So at this time, Justin is still, you know, sitting back thinking he's going to have his, his one-on-one as well, but she has this final date. They go, um, was it like an art type, like paintball, something like that? Yeah. You know, I have no idea what went on, right? All I can remember (laughs) is the hot tub. (laughs) And like, I don't paint. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know even what happened in what order because I watched like half of it on Monday and mm. then half of it today, Wednesday. Right. So I just like don't know what went on in yeah. one singular timeline. <laughs> well, the yeah, they were throwing paintball at each other. Was like the playful and, part. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, would I find this fun? Like, I know they always do this, like someone like get messy with paint and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, Tasha and Zach had something like that, too. Right. Or they were like their own canvas kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't 
totally appeal. But then again, it's not, I guess you're not going to get hurt. So it's one of the better dates for me. <laughs> and they were having fun. So yeah. One thing I liked is right away, she kind of talked through what happened. She's like, let me fill you in. And she's really honest about it. Uh, maybe too honest. Haley, she <laughs> says that Michael left. So I think they knew that in a way, but maybe technically didn't. But I'm sure they were like, well, we haven't seen Michael around, you know, but Michael left and then um, Greg left. Greg chose to leave. Um she explained that Michael left to take care of his son and then Greg just decided to not be here. And that there was a moment where she like wanted to quit. And, you know, Blake doesn't really respond yeah. much in the moment, but then he talks about it later on. And I think she was absolutely correct in doing that mm-hmm. because then he knows what happened. I feel like if he saw, if she, he didn't realize what had happened and how it went down and he saw it, I think it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like how like Andy and Josh, back, like, you mean? yeah, like yeah. how Andy didn't really disclose to Josh that she had, um, been with Nick in an intimate manner and then it kind of just absolutely destroyed their relationship because it just kind of um, has like a has a weird foundation I feel like it would have had a weird foundation if she didn't say like hey this is this is what happened um, and it sucked mm-hmm. but um, here we are <laughs> yeah so I like that he didn't kind of I don't know press her on that right then and say like wait, what do you mean? Like, how does this affect how you feel about me? Like, and I, I could think he would be justified in saying that. I just think it was mm-hmm. nice that he listened and was like, oh, you know, that's a lot. And kind of just sat with her um, and then talks about it privately in the, in the uh, ITM and, you know, sort of says that he is like, well, you know, I guess her feelings are stronger than I thought. I mean, like, you know, I think he thought he was the front runner, like by a mile and or a kilometer. And <laughs> he um, dives into it more a little bit at dinner. And could you, yeah. Could you imagine if the roles were reversed and like, let's say Blake left Mm. And Katie was like, "Oh, I want to leave." And then she had a one-on-one with Greg oh gosh. and told and was honest like this. Greg yeah. would have flipped his lid. Like, yes. there's no way he would have handled it like Blake. Oh yeah, absolutely not. And I think by seeing how Greg exited and how he dealt with her, you know, I think she even said some comment in um, after the final rose, like, "My feelings left when you left. Like, they yeah. went away when you left. <laughs> but the way you left, like." I get that. <laughs> totally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a good way to frame things. Like, okay, let's see if it, you just flip-flop Blake and Greg and how would Greg have handled that honesty? Yeah, wouldn't have been good. Um, so we wonder if Blake is going to tell her that he loves her, you know, with this new information. Um, they're at dinner and kind of like draws it out a little bit, but it doesn't hold him back from saying, I love you. Haley, what did you think of the declaration of love here it was sweet i'm an absolute sucker i can't help myself and i just really i've enjoyed their chemistry all season long Mm-hmm. me too yeah it was it was pretty sweet and the fact that she 
you know, came right out and said it right after that, too. I was genuinely flabbergasted she had done that. Yeah. <laughs> when it was built up, you know, now it makes sense why she was saying, I'm not going to say it till the end. I'm not going to say it till the end, because then <laughs> um, we could see that she deviated from that. So my jaw was actually on the ground. Like, I was yeah. like, wait, 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 you said you weren't going to say it. And, and like, you know, in this moment, Justin is still there. And I was like, oh, OK, that's when it clicked. Like, maybe Blake has has been the one, but mm. she couldn't deny her feelings for the other guy, like Michael and Greg and even Andrew S. to a point. And mm-hmm. so I'm um I was like, okay, I feel this. When she said it back, I was like, this is this is it. I like this. I wasn't the biggest Blake fan on Claire and Tasha season. Mm-hmm. Um it just it just didn't it seem fit. like a good match. Yeah, yeah, it didn't fit. But like for sex positive Katie, Blake mm-hmm. is it. And I can see it and it works. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and I love how they both <laughs> drop dropped the F bomb. <laughs> like <laughs> Um, he says, I love you. And I'm really effing excited about life with you. And she's like, I effing love you so much. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And it makes me think like, I think the producers, when they picked Katie, were like, oh, this is going to be great. Like fantasy suite week. And that like, she'd be so open about that. Like, I think they had no idea that like she would have pick one person and have one person for that week. And that's it. Like <laughs> when they were choosing the season. So I love that she kind of carved out her own path and it was a little bit unexpected and she, you know, rolled with the punches, but yeah, it makes me think that it would have been Blake no matter what, even if she somehow chose Greg, I feel like she and Blake would have found each other because it wouldn't have worked out with Greg. Yeah. (laughs) So yes, we have fantasy suites and then she does her, um, recap of it with Caitlin (laughs) and Caitlin's the go-to for anything any sexy time talk and then (laughs) Tasha's designated for picking rings even though it is her ex (laughs) so um yeah apparently things went well in the fantasy suite what did she say um she was satisfied multiple times I hate (laughs) I'm such a prude. I can't stand that. Somebody put a put a link in our question thread about Katie and Blake talking about how many times they've intercoursed since getting engaged. And I just refuse to participate. <laughs> I'm so happy for them. They deserve to talk about sex as much as they want. I just let me be a prude over here by myself. <laughs> It really is no one else's business. So I really don't understand how that even I saw the article. and I was like, I'm not even going to click on this because what? Wait, Why are we knowing? It? Oh, yeah. About the yeah. number, number of times. Oh, yeah, the, the, like the, the slug or whatever it's called when it's like what's in the title of the article when you like type it in. Yeah. It includes the number. <laughs> <laughs> Who is keeping this tally? I mean, I know they had like happy couple visits, so you know can only fit in I think so it, much. But I think it was a range. Okay, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. All right, they're it's not like thirty like... to forty-five or something like that. <laughs> so For not some reason, like the number virtual. forty-eight really sticks out to me. Okay. <laughs> Did this start with Hannah Brown with the windmill, like the four times and? 
it's like okay we've got to like up the numbers here i don't know this, yeah like, not a sound not a i don't know not a stat we need i like the old seasons where we didn't know for sure if that <laughs> happened in the fantasy suite it was just in our imagination it was just like maybe they do maybe they don't Soon it's with all three <laughs> Right. Yeah, we see shadows through the window and sound effects, and that's about it. <laughs> the do not disturb sign goes out. Yeah, but she's obviously very excited, and Caitlin is the good person to dish with about that. Um, but what kind of struck me too is that then it was the when he was meeting the family as the next step he knew that he was the only guy left, but we didn't see her tell him he was the only guy left. So I was kind of surprised that we didn't see that moment. Like maybe that was in the fantasy suite where she was like, okay, I'm going to break up with Justin tomorrow or something because it's like, why, Mm -hmm. how did that seem like it would be a filmable moment because that would be where you'd see his true reaction of like, I'm the one. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's a good point that I didn't think of. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I feel like because she's been, has she told the other guys like she was only saying I love you to one, and when she, mm. he heard it, she was like, "Oh, okay, like that's it." Yeah, that would be a good tip off, I guess. <laughs> but I would think the producers would be like, "Okay, well, we don't need to tell Blake that you know Justin's not meeting the family or something," because when they've done that before, I feel like they've kept, you know, somebody's left. They've kept the guys in the dark that you know until maybe a rose ceremony when that fourth guy doesn't show up or the third guy doesn't show up or something like that that they're like oh wait a minute so maybe maybe it was too much of a celebration when he found out like i'm <laughs> i'm you. it I, yeah this is it right <laughs> and it wasn't it was like that final like dress up bottom of her dress is getting dirty while walking through the the sand um that that like she wasn't sure if he would propose or not. They knew they would be together, but yeah. she just didn't know proposal or not. Yeah, that came to be kind of the um, the only sort of doubt that they were trying to make us feel is that would he propose or not? It seemed like she would be fine really either way. But to me, there was no um, suspense there because when he arrived on the season, he told her, like, if it's you and me at the end, like, I'm proposing. Right? Like you said something to that effect. Like, they were just trying to build it up. Honestly, mm-hmm. if they would have cut out that like truly unnecessary build up of Willie, won't he propose? Are they going to break up? We could have saved ourselves an hour. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I think the producers, so we see, um, well, this is in the ring scene, but we see Tasha like telling Blake, like, if you're not feel- if you don't want to propose, you have to let her go. And I was like, I know I saw that in a preview, and that made us think that Blake was never in love. Like I haven't, mm-hmm. I can't tell her I love her. And I think she was prepped well to like get some sound bites that they can use in these teasers. But it was really, yeah, not suspenseful. Um, but did you think Asia that he would have any hesitations after meeting Aunt Lindsay? Oh, I would have had hesitations. <laughs> so I'm surprised that he stuck with it because that like, OK, when you marry someone, you're marrying their family as well. And the fact that, you know, she had her mom and her her aunt there, like that means that they are very important in her life. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, like, OK, you would obviously think that for a parent. But like if you have an aunt that's there like that, you you are very close. 
She said it was like her sister and she looked like she could be her sister. She was very young aunt. Mm -hmm. And she was so rude. I mean, (laughs) there, I I can't like, I, my, my jaw was on the ground. Like there were multiple times during this finale that I was just, just shocked. (laughs) And I could not understand how she was being so because there there is protective and then there's just flat out rude. And then there comes a point when people are like, I'm just open and honest. I'm unfiltered. Like, no, you're just you, you like. There was no regard towards his feelings. The fact that Katie feels a type of way about him, which is the reason he's even meeting you in the first place. Yeah, it was just too much. It was too much for me. I was kind of loving watching it though. <laughs> Cause it's like, why are you coming this hard for him when yes. like Katie's telling you, this is my guy. Like you're only meeting him. Maybe like then they're like, whoa, this is more serious. Like, cause right. this is like the, like it's chosen already and we don't mm-hmm. get to like give our opinion on the two, but uh, Haley, what were your thoughts on Aunt Lindsay? <laughs> I just like I, I felt it was unnecessary. I feel like she was like trying too hard to be like, we don't need men. And, and, and no, like women don't need men, but it's nice to have a partner and it's nice to like be nice to your maybe future um, nephew-in-law. Um, mm-hmm. It's possible that Blake was just like, listen, we're moving to Canada. So like, I'm not going to hang out with you much anyway. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> My favorite part of the episode like mm-hmm. I never related to the bachelor more when they're like, so where are you from? He's like, Hamilton. It's like, uh, uh, Canada. It's, it's Niagara near Falls. Niagara Falls. Like, do you know how many times I've been like, um, Niagara Falls. It, yeah. Like I just, it's near Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm from near Niagara Falls. <laughs> how far is Hamilton actually from Niagara Falls? Um, 40 minutes on the QEW on a good day. Okay. So yeah, it's not mm. Niagara Falls, but yeah, it's like, okay, that, that part of Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Man, it, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, like you said, Haley, it was unnecessary. Um, It was uncalled for. Just any answer he had, she's like, that's cute. Cute, but (laughs) But that's not how this That's not how relationships work. It's like, okay, but you will like to go into like relationships with optimism and be like, we will work on things. There's obviously going to be problems. That's not how relationships work, honey. (laughs) Yeah, he's opening up about like his parents had a bad relationship. Divorce. I get it. Okay, I know not all all relationships work, but like, let's just chill here. Yeah, like, but you do know that's different. Like seeing something happening and actually living. I can't even remember the train wreck. It was like watching a train wreck or being on the train when it's crashing. Like, good lord, you still know it's an intense experience. Um, and then she bringing up the fact that words you. She was anger words. Yeah. Yes. And bringing up the fact that neither batch like Tasha or Claire, she's like, Oh yeah, neither one of neither one of them wanted you. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> what what did what did Blake because I'm convinced, what did Blake do to her? Yeah. He had to do something to her because none of that was called for. <laughs> yeah, but I do think she enters like the the Mount Rushmore of family visits, memorable, you know, like where Absolutely. they're making an impact. I if only we could have seen her with Greg, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he would have left for sure. So we see that oh Blake can handle anything, you know, he wasn't too faced by it. So he was just kind of like, oh, I can't really, you know, I think Katie kind of understood too. Um, Katie's mom 
really seemed to soften with Blake though and just could tell that mm-hmm. like they were really good together. She had, you know, maybe a few tough questions or whatever, but nothing too too bad. So I'm sure the producers were excited to have an Aunt, Aunt Lindsay there. <laughs> yeah, I saw a tweet that was like the producer said, uh, okay, like be tough and she's like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Katie and Blake did have another date, I guess this was after this, right? Where the, the, um, the Zozobra, I think is how you say it, where you burn your like fears, uh, you write down your fears and burn them in this like giant, (laughs) look like a demon or something, but it's like a, a tradition in, I think, um, one of our listeners told us it was like a, a yearly thing in Santa Fe, but um, they were both <laughs> scared of it, but they um, wrote down their fears and like read them to each other. And Katie had fears that she wasn't good enough for Blake. And um, so that was something also kind of in his mind as well. Uh, and Blake's were more along the lines of like wanting to always like change. And so that really seemed to like make sense with him like being on, you know, her season like okay is mm-hmm. he gonna you know these jokes that he's like oh no i can't go to michelle's season shoot you know like yeah. he wants <laughs> to always have the next best thing or something new or some new exciting experience um but that like she allayed all those fears so i think um that was a good date for them to have my only takeaway from that date was like not this huge fire just outside when right? we're having all this is wildfires right now. Yeah, that probably wasn't great. <laughs> Hopefully it was well contained. Right. It was not the best idea, but yeah, I really hope it was contained. But I think it was like their first time doing something that was sort of with related to the culture of where they were. So I guess that's good because they weren't really acknowledging it before that, that I can recall. <laughs> so Haley, any thoughts on this final date? it could have been cut out (laughs) (laughs) this is the part that really dragged is like i'm just like constantly exhausted and this episode was an hour and a half too long (laughs) yeah we've never gone that long like knowing who the final pick is with no suspense so i i kind of live for what are you talking about amy there was suspense we didn't know if blake was gonna propose or not yeah that's so true (laughs) so much suspense like if you can believe it katie was already ready well blake was still picking out the rings and not sure if he was gonna give her one he wasn't sure that's exactly those two things happened at exactly the same time yeah he was still going back and forth Uh, yeah I mean I think he did do a good fake out for Katie but it didn't make sense like I hate when there's a fake out that the logic of it like the wording makes no sense <laughs> like I can't give you what you came here for which would be a proposal but because you deserve so much more but what more did he give her that's what I want to know he just proposed a good dick in am I right <laughs> just you I hate saying that you I'm sorry <laughs> Is he stigmatized? I don't know. I'm sure he, she would. He would like us to think so. <laughs> Again, uh, I refuse to participate in that. Yeah. 
timeline. <laughs> what did you think of Caitlin and Tasha? Just kind of like it's a totally different vibe than the former <laughs> yeah. host. Well, I just want to say that Tasha's outfit was amazing at the yes. proposal. Yes. Um, I mean, who can pull off a backless tux, like basically like a suit ensemble? Mm-hmm. But she can wear anything. It was like Tasha was dressed for like an evening soiree, soiree uh-huh. and then Caitlin was dressed for like an afternoon brunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they didn't coordinate that one. They usually look a little more coordinated for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a different vibe to have them kind of celebrating with them. That was kind of fun. Um, we did it in America and Canada. You know, you're welcome. So that was <laughs> cute. And they felt responsible. I mean, Tasha introduced them, right? So um, Caitlin kept Katie in the game. But I miss like the shoes coming out of the limo. We don't know who it is until that last Amy, I was so scared for a second. Where were you were going with I miss? Oh, what is it? I was like, she's not going to say Christmas. No, never. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any point where you could say that there was an absence this season. No, I felt that Tasha and Caitlin were perfect for what this was. I thought it, it led to a warmer more like personable um, interaction with the lead. Like it wasn't cold at all. It was just mm-hmm. nice and it was fun and it was lighter and it just felt less like formal and nice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, I liked it. And it felt way more natural when Caitlin was showing up when Katie was in the bathroom and like talking her through, you know, it's like, it definitely seems like, yeah, Caitlin would put down whatever she's doing. You know, she's not out on the golf course or something and being like, okay, I guess I have to show up. You know, it's like, she's there to like support in addition to the hosting roles. And I think they'll even streamline it even more with Michelle's season. So, you know, there's maybe a few times with rose ceremonies or something where it's a little awkward to have two people, but I think they'll figure out that cadence really well, having gone through it one time. I love them saying like, all right, let's do this again. Um, Just making a natural transition into Michelle's season. Um, But yeah, I I loved it. And I think y'all mentioned it last week of like, potential like for the bachelor season uh or maybe i'm making this up <laughs> where like maybe they should do a past like a couple of past bachelors mm-hmm. to kind of be their friends and because kind of that's how Tasha and caitlin were they were katie's friends when she needed someone to talk to and weigh these decisions so i thought it was perfect i there was yeah. not a single second this season that i missed chris harrison right yeah, I could see them doing that, but I could also see them keeping um, why mess with a good thing and just keeping Caitlin and Tasha even to host the guy season because it'd be like, well, they know whoever their guy is going to be, right? So because oh, it'll be from these I seasons. Love to, I would love to see one man and one woman, I think. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. see maybe like either Caitlin or Tasha plus a former bachelor. Hmm. Mm. Well, what about a former bachelor and his wife? I know the options are very <laughs> few, but but Sean Lowe won't do it because mm-hmm. he's, he's Chris so like, best boy. friends with Chris Harris. <laughs> ben would do it, even yeah, though he is you, best friends with I Chris Harris too. Ads, Sean Lowe, there's nothing you won't do for a paycheck. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ari and Lauren would do it for sure, but I wouldn't yeah. want to see that. <laughs> what an app. <laughs> yeah 
Well, if Tasha gets married really quick, then that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> but that'd be tough because he doesn't know what it's like to be the bachelor. Yeah, that's true. And I and I just highly doubt they would want to do Matt and Rachel. <laughs> what about Nick? What about like Nick and he Tasha? Would be, like Nick would be good in the sense that I feel like he would not like like he would dig in a little more with the guys and he would stir up stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Nick and Tasha would be good, I think. Yeah, that would be good. I wouldn't want Caitlyn to feel replaced, but no. they, I think it would be helpful to have a bachelor as one of them. Right. Otherwise, I think they'll have to have like maybe a really like they'll bring in that trio of guys that always helps the lead again. You know, like have yeah. a panel again. But all right, so we have um, the proposal. Then we see. Um, Katie and Blake come back and after the final rose and kind of talk about where they are now. Uh, we didn't see any like happy couple like home videos or anything like that that we usually see. Um, but he did do like his rom com <laughs> moment. Haley, I need your thoughts on <laughs> his final <laughs> like say anything. Half, half a little like too on the nose and half like super duper cute. Yeah. <laughs> I did think it was cute how they pulled it off because it's like what what can you do that you know somebody wouldn't expect so mm-hmm. yeah so they had all various guys in the audience stagger like in a staggered manner like show like hold up a boombox so playing their song I had totally forgotten that they had a song <laughs> the show. same <laughs> but I guess they did have a concert date and then talked more about like when he knew he loved her was during the hockey game, so very Canadian, um, where she shouted, Go America. So that's how he knew he loved her. Must have been like it didn't bother him. So it's like she's gotta be the one. And she said she scored a point, not a goal. Yeah, I feel like I would say that. Well, he knew then. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Aren't they the same thing? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. So anything else to say before we about them, about the end of the season before we dive into the draft and the questions uh, she didn't tell her family oh yeah she she do you think she even told them who she ended up with <laughs> well like, two did of them they knew know for justin sure. was gone <laughs> they didn't meet him though. i mean i guess they didn't meet him yeah. <laughs> oh, God. but maybe her extended family or something um i kind of like that like, if you can pull it off, like, she didn't trust them to keep a secret. But also, it makes for a more fun viewing experience, even yeah. though there's not a ton of suspense. Like, they just either she's with him or they're engaged. I think they knew that they were going to stay together one way or another. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The listeners had Blake on their team, so they and they didn't end up winning. They weren't and it wasn't enough. I almost feel like they should by default win, but I think they ended up with like 82 points for one person like for one person like instead mm-hmm. of um like they were very close to taking the bronze or the silver here in this draft. Um, but I'll pat myself on the back. I did win with 116. Um, and then because I had Justin, I guess. So because he hung in there for that final episode, who would have thought? And then um, Haley, you had 91. Scally had 93. So very close between you two for Scally in second. And Haley in third, listeners coming in there with 82 for a very strong honorable mention. Thanks to at George CTV for compiling those results, as always, in this very uh, atypical ending of a season. You know, if Blake were named the next bachelor, then they, they might take it, but I don't see that <laughs> happening. So, Remember when you thought you were picking Blake by picking the guy in the box? Yeah, still pumped about that. Then I would have like landslide <laughs> because I just was so sure that it's like okay, I know Blake's on the season, and there's one guy in a box, so it's got to be Blake, right? <laughs> uh, but no, guy in the box is on Paradise. So we did see a preview for Paradise. Um, Kendall and Joe are there. Looks like Ivan is making out with somebody in the water. Who else stood out to me? Anything else? That you guys are excited Abigail, about? Oh, the Abigail. many Serenas. Yes. <laughs> Demi. I don't think, did oh, we know Demi, know was, Demi was there? there? No. So Demi was like after Kenny, it seemed like, and getting in a fight mm-hmm. with him. Kenny's there. Kenny Becca shows up naked. What's that? <laughs> saw Becca sitting with Thomas Becca on a date. Was announced that was later edited. on. Yes. So that's pretty shocking that the first lead that like after they've been a lead is in paradise um oh and um Haley blake is the first canadian to receive the final rose um on the bachelorette so i was wondering that yeah so that's exciting mm. so yeah paradise premieres next week already are you guys ready for it um i think so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Especially They're not doing since- like two two hour episodes a week, are they? Remember they I, used to do that? I don't know. I hope not. Too much. It'll be interesting to see how different this is with the different hosts and all that, but and like a supersized cast, it seems like. It seems like a ginormous cast. Yeah. Um so Ava Marie Pickett asks us on Twitter, did the listeners win the draft? I mean, not technically, but like basically. <laughs> um, and at Megan Thomas says, in a world where Blake didn't come on the season, is Katie engaged to Andrew S? Okay, this is interesting. No, I'm engaged to Andrew S. I refuse <laughs> to admit any other story. 
Uh, maybe he's, he's my an bachelor. Yes, we can. We can hope for that. Justin Feinberg wants to know: Was Blake nervousing because the feelings of getting engaged overwhelmed him for a moment, or was he just anxious about p- picking out an engagement ring in front of his ex? <laughs> I just it would be so it's it it is anxiety inducing like knowing yeah. that you are making this this is like a always memory yeah no matter what I would worry that like in front of Tasha that I was picking like if I'm Blake like I'm picking like the least stylish ring or something you know like <laughs> she's thinking like oh Katie's gonna hate that one or something. <laughs> <laughs> but they had to have asked her like what are you like what kind of rings are you into and then Tasha's like oh here you go these are the rings oh right. look at that pear, pear shaped one hmm nice 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 yeah yeah <laughs> she couldn't give like the really detailed response that Neil would give but yeah. <laughs> um, Angel Woodrum if Justin had had the first overnight would he now be engaged to Katie <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. I it wonder if she confirmed for her. Yeah. I wonder if she, if maybe that was a term of like her continuing on the show, like, okay, well, if I'm going to keep going, I don't want to have to do the whole like rigmarole with Justin. And because I feel like the producers would have put him first if they mm-hmm. knew. Um, if she's just like, let me just do this with Blake and get my man. Uh, Justin Feinberg, if things do not work out between Katie and Blake, is Blake a shoe in as a future bachelor, seeing as he got tagged with the sex god edit? No, he's just not the bachelor kind of guy. Yeah. I think he would be like on every season. That would just be like his thing. <laughs> he would just come yeah. back. <laughs> like he, we'd see him in paradise and it would be a running joke. Yeah. yeah. I did yeah, see Go ahead. Oh. How can he be the next Bachelor when it's going to work out with him and Katie? That's exactly. I yeah, really hope, like every season. I just really hope it works out, and I just really hope it works out again. Because again, I love their chemistry. I think they're really sweet together. I think they're going to really try hard, um, and they're going to move to Canada, and it's going to be fine. <laughs> I did see a tweet going around where it showed like a clip of Katie, like a screen grab of Katie and Blake, and they're like at the proposal scene and it was like this could have happened in paradise like this could have been just like do you think they would have had the same result like just meeting in paradise getting one of the couples that gets engaged in paradise mm-hmm. i don't know oh like i just like i'm trying to think what how, how things would have worked out if if blake didn't show up but i guess like it's hard to look at that because blake did show up and mm-hmm. i you know hard to get i'm sorry to get all like you know rom-com on everyone (laughs) but it's just like it feels like it's meant to be like he showed up for a reason and Mm -hmm. that's that but like if katie hadn't been selected as a bachelorette she definitely would have been in paradise yeah and then blake would have been there and i wonder if things would have turned out the same Mm -hmm. but would she have tried to make out with greg who was on (laughs) tasha's season (laughs) (laughs) totally different universe yes parallel yeah alternate realities um yeah, and then she talked about, like, she thanked him. She thanked Blake for, like, fighting to be there. So it sounded like, I mean, he had to really, like, I don't know that the producers were, like, clamoring to bring him back, you know? So he did kind of have to, like, no, I really want to be on. Because, <laughs> um, you know, he wasn't, like, the huge character from last season. Like, if they were going to bring somebody back, I feel like they would have picked somebody else. If 
It was their choice. Uh, let's see. Kristen Zook. Did Katie seem overly mad at Greg to anyone else? It felt very performative and over the top to me. Um, like it did a little bit, but I also think that I think she was she was doing what she felt like she needed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but like that's how she like got mad at Thomas and stuff too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's just how she gets mad. <laughs> I think she didn't want him to like go out with like the sympathy card and like being a potential bachelor contender. So I feel like how can you choose him after? seeing you know how he affected her and treated her and it didn't seem like he was angling for it anymore with the nick vial interview either it was like i have a lot of work to do on myself um you know i actually heard a theory floated on the chatty broads podcast that tyler cameron recently broke up with his girlfriend and would he ever oh. come back on like is he like gonna go <sighs> is back his to moment franchise? over though like I don't know. But he's so, like, he's the most followed person. I guess. Like, what, is he going to come on The Bachelor and promote his book, You Deserve Better, <laughs> by Tyler Cameron and an unnamed ghostwriter? Yeah, that'd be that, a good line he could no... drop in in the season. To, like, you deserve yeah. better. I'm going to break up with you. <laughs> I think they gave up their shot of getting Tyler after getting Matt. Because if they turned right back around... Mm-hmm. And he was the bachelor. It's like, okay, you just had two best friends as a bachelor. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Joint season. Yeah. And I mean, they didn't treat Matt James well so <laughs> with what they did to him at the end of bringing his dad in. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I think, yeah. But we could get an out of the box pick as well. Like it might not be one of somebody from Katie's season, could be a VIP person. Who knows? Uh, Kyle Picard, will we ever see the traditional ending to a season again? I personally hope so. I think, Michelle, we could see a traditional ending. What do you guys think? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if I miss it as much as any, as everyone else is missing it. Like, I don't mind the kind of, like, dynamic um, relationships that are happening mm-hmm. uh, that feel a little more... Uh, um, uh, like real life rather than you two men are going to stand up on the like the the platform and propose to Katie like I'm glad <laughs> that's not happening mm-hmm. yeah as far as traditional I don't think we need to have like the both guys like get down on one knee or something but mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah I prefer the I prefer the wild endings mm-hmm. keeps things fun but like they need to, they need to cut an hour of the finale if they don't have enough content. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if we know who she picks, like half an hour into the episode, yeah. Uh, Sarah Nora, can we get some coupling predictions for VIP? I'm assuming there won't be a whole separate preview podcast for VIP since it airs next week. Looking back at last week's episode, oh, this is let's start there because this is a separate question. So, coupling predictions. It looked like who did they say bachelor like or grocery store joe was with when kendall showed up like serena serena p yeah yeah serena p so like he's with serena and kendall's here so um 
Yeah, that doesn't feel like a fair prediction, though. That's from the Abigail and Noah, that's like a shocker one that I feel like oh, we saw yeah. in the preview. That is a shocker one. And then what was it? Um, oh, Piper and Brendan is like, they already announced that they were a couple um, in yeah, Us Weekly, but, right? But Brendan wasn't kissing Piper in the preview. Hmm. Maybe they already broke up before they went down there. Kenny and Demi? That doesn't, I don't know. It seemed like Demi, she was like, I'm coming for everybody's partner or something. If I'm not mistaken, Ivan was kissing, is her name Jacinia? Oh, or, oh, that's a good one. That would make sense, I think. It would be cute. Um, I'm excited yeah. about Ivan. Yeah. It's good to see him down there. I'm, I'm excited to see, like, the guys from last season, Tisha's. Basically, season. I'm excited to see everyone except Kenny and Victoria and Connor. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna hold off my judgment on Connor for one and a half weeks. <laughs> we did it. see somebody doing the whole like he's he's a good kids kisser thing, so that's gonna be a storyline for sure. Just making out with random people. Him singing oh. the theme song did make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I need um. Joe to end up with someone. I just like want to see him be one of the grocery people. store. Joe. Are you still getting points for like no, your grocery store Joe, Joe pick oh, from like 2017? <laughs> the best like one night, yeah, like first night out. <laughs> <Draft Right. pick. laughs> Did you get points for him going on Dancing with the Stars? No, we didn't. We didn't incorporate that in. I'll have to talk to George about that. But yeah, no, I think Joe from is that Joe from the Stars? Point? the the doctor or the not doctor but the guy who's talking about the vaccine and stuff and oh um dr joe dr joe see a joe <laughs> i didn't see a joe but i thought joe was supposed to be there yeah i thought it was like okay he got like the vaccine before anyone else so he's he's in for sure <laughs> did they have to get the vaccine to go on because i feel like i saw someone getting it after they came back <laughs> i was just gonna ask but oh. i don't yeah as much kissing and hooking up you would think, think so <laughs> you <Yeah>. think <laughs> you think yes so um sarah also asks Looking back at last week's episode, isn't it strange how Blake's hometown was the shortest one despite him being final one? I'm honestly struggling to think about what we learned about either Katie or Blake besides them being horny for each other. <laughs> I mean, I really but, liked Blake's mom. Yeah, I mean, I remember that his brother didn't say a word, so we didn't learn anything about that. His sister was giving a little bit of a hard time. But yeah, his mom's all about women empowerment as well and you know not needing a man so i think they'll get along she did um like have an instagram or something like uh thanksgiving should be interesting like with a clip of her like watching aint Lindsay on tv so she's poking fun at that but i think yeah we're celebrating thanksgiving at different times anyway so what does it matter yeah you get two thanksgivings (laughs) did y'all talk about the gift that she got him or the no. gift that Blake's mom got Katie. We did. We did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. I, <laughs> yeah. I thought so, but then I was like try, confusing it with another podcast. I wasn't sure. But yeah. I'm surprised uh, that wasn't shown really. I'm surprised that it wasn't one of the, the end credit scenes. 
Uh, did you also see that we did now find out what his painting was of? I saw that. I was. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Asia, I will tell you after recording because I refuse <laughs> to say it on a podcast. It was in her Instagram story, but it might not be there anymore. But it was like framed in her. Yeah. I don't know, but did it need to be blurred out because it didn't um i don't know now that we know like what, what it the is. context is yeah. like if yes. you're looking at it it doesn't <laughs> so yeah go look that up i'm sure we can see that <laughs> yeah. um yes so that is it for our questions um Haley, did doug finish up the season and have any tapes he sure did all right he made give it me one second I know. I'm shocked. I thought, Doug, oh, I'm not going to watch this season, I don't think. Oh, yeah. As if, Doug, you're here. You're here to stay now. It's going to be excited about um, the Canadian thing. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly have not read the have not read them yet. Who honestly thought making this episode three hours was a good idea? Greg left. Justin has eyebrows. Blake likes sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, please don't have Blake's mom on your podcast. As bizarre as it would be to listen to somebody rationalize giving their son's partner a nationalist dildo, let's not forget what we really want from guests of the podcast. One amazing insight on gender and race, and two, a deep dive on the shell room and why it's the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I know, too bad. Emily didn't send me any like updates Aww. of like any good rooms in um, the Hyatt. Yeah, that is a miss to not have her. So we'll have to find out where um, Michelle's season is filming and if there's anything that we can find out about that. Because it's filming right now. When, yeah, like in Minnesota, right? I think. Yeah, I think so. I think Are I they go in Minnesota at this point? I know they're out. like going. <laughs> uh, when Blake said he didn't play games with love, was he ignoring the fact that he spent the last year as a jobless contestant on two love-based game shows? <laughs> yeah, it's still very unclear what his job was. I mean, I know that his former, like the pest control place that he worked, was like, "Congrats to like our former employee," but it says wildlife manager still, but he's not employed by them. Again, and, he used to train hawks at the dump. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he worked with my sister-in-law, like not directly, but they worked at the same place. <laughs> Uh, what was scarier, that giant sacrificial paper clown thing, or the thought of blood of the bloodbath that it would have ensued if Greg met Katie's aunt? <laughs> <laughs> he kind of stood a chance. <laughs> just he would have just walked out. Yeah, that's that's all I envision him walking out. Yeah. Uh, what's less romantic than shopping for engagement rings with your ex? Easy, having a bunch of people stand up with noiseless boomboxes to play a <laughs> song from a country star who likely slept with someone who will be a contestant. <laughs> <laughs> That's spot on. How much? How much did Michelle pay Katie to take the only possible steps that would prevent Blake from appearing on Michelle's season? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and last, last from Doug for the entire season. I've been unemployed and done not for profit work in Africa. Sign me up for the next season of The Bachelorette, I guess. Oh yeah, <laughs> Bachelorette. <laughs> call Doug. Just call Doug. Perfect. Oh, that's hilarious. And that's it. That's oh. all we got. What a season! 
What a season. You know what? I like the season. I did too. Asia, what do you think? I liked it. I didn't have high hopes coming in to it only because I was really looking forward to Michelle's season. So I was like, okay, this will hold me over. But I, I enjoyed it. I think it was nice seeing, I feel like Katie is very normal. Um, and so I, I in, in terms of like making decisions and not lingering on with like the process, like I like that she was cutting people and she's like, no, this is not it. Um, rather than playing into it. So I, I enjoyed the season. I I know some people have been hard on it and saying that, that it wasn't the, the best, but it doesn't have to be the best to enjoy it. So, yeah. Yeah, I had fun watching it for sure. And I'm excited that we get another season very soon in the fall with Michelle and basically nonstop bachelor content from here on out, Haley. <laughs> Can't wait. Asia, are you excited to kick her ass in the next draft? <laughs> I I am. I um this will be my first RHAP draft. So yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm gonna read all their bios and just get a good feel for who who truly is a good match for Michelle. So yeah, us having it lined up, Haley. <laughs> Next who are already. we what is going Y'all on not texting when we know like three days before the season starts because we didn't realize it was starting in three days yeah <laughs> we're really growing here yes. on our podcast yeah. seven years in but something tells yeah. me that it'll be asia messaging me like okay so when is this recording happening we're like what oh the bios are out what <laughs> <laughs> i might do what i did this season just not read them again <laughs> yeah hey you know what my strategy worked out. So you're so you great. You know what? I think the blind date strategy was a good one. Yeah. So I didn't <laughs> look at the photos. Great. I just read the bios and, you know, it led me oh. to people like Connor, B, yeah. and Justin. So. Hey. Yeah. And I, I did just see Blake's painting and I am, I'm shocked. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I'm sorry. Uh, and what's even the worst part is I looked at it, I was like, I don't even know what that is. Right. I had to actually read the article about it to yeah. <laughs> explain what it was. So definitely go look that up if uh, you have not seen that. Yeah, if you hate yourself, look it up. <laughs> so on that note, everyone, um, we will see you next week. But first, Asia, where can people find you these days? I think I know, but <laughs> everyone else yeah. know. You can find me on Twitter, Asia Like Asia, so A Y S H A, like A S I A. Um, I am continuing to help out with Big Brother 23 coverage. And then I also uh, co host Married at First Sight, uh, wrap up with Amy. Um, so you can Yay. find that on the reality TV wrap up. So we have it's a, a good fun time. so far. So yeah, you know, still yeah. time to catch up because they just got married. <laughs> right. Like you could just start right now and start watching it because all we've They like to draw things out as well. So three episodes and they finally just finished all the weddings. So now the good thing. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Back in my day, they used to just do it all in one episode. (laughs) And then episode four is 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 only prep for the honeymoons. We're not even gonna get to the honeymoons (laughs) until episode five. (laughs) Prep for the honeymoons. Prep for packing, meeting the like having your wedding post wedding brunch. Did you have a post wedding brunch, Haley? I did actually. Okay, nice. Oh, so that's a thing. I didn't even know. <laughs> I well, it was. We also didn't have a real reception. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. just had a, a small group of friends yeah. over at our home the next day, where we served a croissants we bought at the local grocery store. 
That's the way to do it. <laughs> and I started sipping tequila. So that's what that was, <laughs> that's what that was like. <laughs> uh, Haley, where can people find you besides uh, next week um, podcasting Bachelor in Paradise? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hstrong underscore. If you want to check out everything I'm reading uh, at the Strong Library on Instagram. Other podcasts? Not doing them right now. Just hanging out. I'm so excited for the challenge to start. Starts tonight. I'm going to watch that. I've been, So I'm excited for Brian and Allie's podcast. Um, I'm so excited to watch Drag Race tomorrow night. I've been loving uh, Liana and Beth and Amon talk about Drag Race. Um, I have not been consuming any Big Brother content because I uh, didn't even start this season. Sorry, oh, everyone. no, it's, it's been so good. good. <laughs> it's been piling up on the DVR, so maybe I'll have a mental break and just watch the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can always, yeah, jump in, too, with that show, I feel like, like, you know, a few episodes before. And they always, you know, say previously on and <laughs> it works. Previously on Big yeah. Brother. <laughs> I don't know what we do if we didn't have that announcer, though. Like, okay, hear me out. Yeah. What if that guy comes to The Bachelor? Previously on The Bachelor. I, would, I love that. <laughs> but first, does Michelle even like these men? Will she <laughs> cut them immediately? Will we find out which guy isn't there for the right reasons? How's my Julie Chen? Oh, that I would have thought that you are Julie Chan. Are you Haley? <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot to say. Um, also, here is a Bible for every cast member. <laughs> there we go. Um, if we had the announcer guy for BB saying that the guys are exiting and being like, previously, Greg couldn't get a grippo on his emotions. So yes. he was. <laughs> God, yes. Sent packing. <laughs> I love the puns. Yes. So, oh, that's hilarious. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of good content out there to consume. Um, so we hope you'll be back with us um, for BIP. You can follow me on Twitter at RHJP Recapper. So until next week. Bye. 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 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.